0: This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Carm Capriato here and join me each and every week for insights from my guest host and an industry first, a live virtual job tour, a take the automotive trivia challenge, unwrap your fortune of the week, and a whole lot more. The video version of this show is on aftermarketweekly.com. Everybody, Carm Capriato, Aftermarket Weekly Live. We do it every Tuesday, 12 noon East Coast time. Hopefully you're all okay back out there on the West Coast having your second cup of coffee. Glad to have you here. We are at the Dormant OE Fix Studio broadcasting live today. And I have a very special guest with me as my guest host. It's Kim Walker. Hey, Carm. Hello, everybody. Good to see you, Kim, from Shop Marketing Pros. You and your husband, Brian, former shop owners, run a great marketing company that drives everything through story brand. And so happy to know you guys and to see all the good things you're doing in the industry, Kim. And I, I know you're, you're doing some teaching. Are you teaching in virtual vision
1: this year? I am. Yep. Actually, Brian and I are teaching a class together, and I'm also teaching with Carrie Lynn as well. We're, we're co teaching classes. It's going to be so fun. I'm excited.
0: Carrie Lynn Rodenberg. I want to give everyone a, a shout out to how valuable Kim has been to the podcast. We have um, a podography of yours here, Kim.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at
0: that. Yeah, it's like a filmography, but a podography. And we have done some really good things together. And one of the ones that you need to really listen to, if... if you want to invest some time in great podcasts and especially the "The build a story brand one uh, episode 420 that was fabulous some of these other ones that you've done you've been on panels with me. Uh, panels with other people. Uh, the one really cool one that had nothing to do with marketing, but overcoming debt. Town Hall Academy 147. Uh, how transparent you were in in helping us see and give great guidance to the industry about covering debt. We're going to do a um a segment on next door. Kim is going to bring us the scoop on if next door is a proper. I don't know if it's a social media thing A neighborhood thing for you and your shop and your company. We're going to have a virtual shop tour. We're going to open the Fortune of the Week. We'll have some trivia and more. We're going out to Roy Foster's place, Roy Foster's Automotive. Thank you for being in the backstage, Roy. I see that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, It's in Reno, Nevada, a beautiful place. Can't wait to show it to you. You know what's so cool, Kim, and, you know, I never really thought about it, is how do you do a virtual shop tour, only audio? And it was our biggest challenge to overcome, is when someone is listening, how are they, well, see my beautiful new lifts. And you'd say, hmm, that may be kind of boring. Well, it isn't. It's kind of fun because you can fill in your mind, you know, what your beautiful new lifts may look like or what that person's may look like. And then, of course, you can go back to the website and actually see the the virtual tour if you want. But there's a lot of great wisdom in in Aftermarket Weekly, like in all the shows, all the shows that we do. Hey, if you're on with us, oh, uh, we have a trivia. We always have a trivia. Here's the trivia of, of the week. What year and in what state was Toyota's first sale? in the U.S.? I'll bet you many of you will figure out the state, but I'm sure not many of you will figure out the year. I want to give you another great view of a really cool new Dorman product. Dorman products are continuously pursuing innovations and solutions to help the aftermarket take share from the OE. Now, one great example of this innovative spirit is Dorman's electronic power steering rack or EPAS. Dorman has spent over three years developing this complex technology, and they've rigorously tested it at Forge original testing location for the same F-150 rack. The best part is not about availability or anything like that, although it was previously dealer-only. A free calibration tool is provided, and when plugged into the obd 2 port, bam, it's calibrated. The rack is ready to go, no need for flashing or bringing the vehicle to the dealer to calibrate. The steering rack and pinion is now an in-and-out job, thanks to Dorman. Hey, want to really go under the hood? We'll take the Dorman virtual tour on the web at DormanProducts.com forward slash tour. Great company, glad to have him here, bringing you Aftermarket Weekly live each and every week. Hey, coming up this Friday, we have this really cool, cool show where... The money goes, the $100 lesson. Well, Patrick McHugh was on with us about three or four weeks ago on Aftermarket Weekly, and he teased us with this concept. Ironically, I've done the same exercise with people that I led in the past. We are going to go into it in depth and give you one of the best, best lessons you could bring to your people on what your profit and loss statement uh, looks like, works, we're going to do it with a $100 profit and loss statement. Okay, Kim, next door. I've heard a little bit about it. Thank you for coming on and helping clear it up for us a little bit. You've got the stage.
1: Nextdoor started in 2010. Usually when these things happen, I'm the one telling my family about it, but my sister, who's not necessarily the most tech oriented person. She came me. she was like, Hey, have you heard of this, this new thing called Nextdoor? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? She starts telling me about it. And I'm like, yeah, certainly we don't have that here in Hammond, America down in Louisiana. We always get everything late. So I started looking it up and sure enough, there it was. So I've been on Nextdoor probably since then. That was probably around 2012, I'm thinking. And then Jr. and I were talking. Jr. works with us here at Shop Marketing Pro's. And he was telling me recently, he said, I'm hearing more and more shop owners are asking us when they're talking to JR, talk to me about next door. I have lots of customers who are asking me about it. You know, do I need to be on there? And so there's there's been a lot of conversation and it's happening more and more so. I put my own experience with it, did research, started digging in more. And just because of the popularity that's happening. So let me first tell people what it is. It is a social network, but it is a social network for your local neighborhood. What that means is, for example, where I live, I'm in Hammond, Louisiana. There's different neighborhoods, literally like your little neck of the woods. And you can go into next door you verify that you're a real person and you associate yourself with your local neighborhood. So right here where I live is called the Kate District. And then there's the neighborhood just to the Northeast of us. And there's all these neighborhoods all around it. So as a business, as a shop owner, you go in there, you claim your listing and you're associated with that neighborhood right where your shop is located. And you're able to communicate, you can post Once you have verified your listing, Nextdoor will allow you to have two free posts. And then there's obviously paid opportunities and paid things that you can do in there. But it's really proving to be a very personalized place where shop owners can be. It's very popular for the trades. You know, I'm seeing more and more people are going in there and they're asking for recommendations for plumbers. And I see repair shop questions all the time. I really think it's a great place for shop owners to really kind of get involved and put their business out there.
0: I think it's a fascinating thing. And I never knew about it until you decided to bring this to me. And then I've done some research on it. For my entire life in this industry, I've always believed that we the independents are the neighborhood professional service center i've been saying that since i didn't have gray hair and -hmm. when i see this neighborhood thing come out called next door which is about community i said it's got to be genius And, and, and kim arenheimer said She loves Nextdoor because it's really helped her. It's her favorite new marketing tool. Kim, I wish you could maybe chime in and say, are you spending any money, Kim? Are you buying any ads or is it just great word of mouth? What do you hear, Kim?
1: Yes and no. You don't have to spend money. You can have an effective presence. The thing that you want to do is first, you want to start at business.nextdoor.com. That's where you start. You're going to claim your listing, optimize your listing, make sure your logo is in there and pictures of your shop. It gives you an opportunity to add in a good number of pictures, let people know what it looks like. So when they're literally in your neighborhood driving by and they're like, oh yeah, I just saw that on Nextdoor, right? So allow them to connect with you in that way. And then once you've claimed your listing, Nextdoor allows you to post twice per month without charging you that's really going to be okay. You will be, you know, a lot of times you think oh, twice a month, we would never do that on Facebook. On Nextdoor, that's really just fine. At least from the research that I have found and people that I've communicated with who are actively using it. However, having said that, if you're in a highly competitive area and you want to stand out more than that, what you can do is it's called sponsoring a neighborhood. So when you go on there, you've claimed your listing, make sure that you're Profile is optimized really well. That's the biggest thing that I want you to do. Like you don't, you know, I'm building a house right now. I'm not going to invite people over to my house until it's decorated and organized and looks great. Don't go sponsor a neighborhood or try to bring attention to your next door listing until you've optimized your profile. So set it up, make it look really good, and then do a few posts. You want to get what they call hearts. You want to get some recommendations. Ask some people to go recommend you on Nextdoor. And then after that, you can become a sponsor for your neighborhood. And what that will do is it the cost varies. It depends on that local area, what the annual household income is, how many times your ad is going to be seen. But in my little little neighborhood, it's as little as $30 a month. And it puts you in front of a much larger number of people. There's a dashboard there so you can see the performance and all that. But it's worth giving it a try. Just make sure that you get all your ducks in a row. Don't go sponsor a neighborhood until you've got everything optimized.
0: Great advice. What if my business was in X neighborhood and I lived in Y? Is it important to tell my Y neighborhood where my home is that I own a business over in X?
1: Yep. So as your business profile, it will allow you to select specific neighborhoods. So you can definitely sponsor the neighborhood that you're in or you could sponsor the neighborhood that is adjacent to your neighborhood. You can definitely pick and choose. And it also depends on, again, like I said, if it's highly competitive, you might end up being put on a wait list if there's too many people, too many businesses already advertising in that neighborhood They may have you wait.
0: I see. I have marketed my woman, wine and wheels there. And that's interesting. So, and that's free. Basically, you you just must type something in almost like a Facebook post and just let it go.
1: It's a post. Yep. You can promote events, all sorts of things on there.
0: Wow. So interesting. Is there a downside at all to this?
1: I haven't seen it yet. I really haven't. Now, just like anything, as things grow and evolve, I, I will tell you, so the downside is really more for Um, If you have multiple locations, you want to be particular about how you're claiming those listings because you can have, say, your personal profile, almost like on Facebook, you manage different pages, you can manage different profiles or different locations. And that's not the most friendly navigation in there. But it's not I mean, once you get in there, you figure it out. It's just a learning curve in the beginning.
0: Wow. Cool. Uh, Kim says they also have annual Next Door Favorites campaign. We have won the last three years in several neighborhoods. That's so cool. Uh, Kim, I only wish we, we had known that you have this great experience. We'd have you on with us. Sorry, sorry about that because Kim's always a, a wealth
1: of great knowledge. My, my two
0: favorite Kims in the world.
1: We could do a version two. Yeah,
0: we could do exactly right. We can do a version two. Very educational. Thank you, as as we always do with my guest host. It's just kind of a, a little short wisdom uh, uh, trip for us. So thank you so much. By the way, Kim, are you ready for your fortune of the week? Absolutely. All right, here we go. Oh my God, this one's already cracked open, but. Uh, It always makes a mess in my studio. It's amazing. We do three kinds of jobs, cheap, quick, and good. Interesting.
1: I've always heard you can't do all three. You have to pick two.
0: I think you can only pick up two. But if you realize that as you head out to do something, you're either going to be cheap, quick, or good, why would you pick anything but good or great?
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly.
0: I think that's the wisdom is go for the gusto. Go for the gusto. Love it. Look at this week. We had a great episode that released today, Hiring Practices with Brian Kelly. Brian just laid it all out for us, Kim, on his passion for hiring the right people and the things he learned with books. He's got a great culture. He knows that he can't risk his culture when he hires people. You can't hire people that just fog a mirror. You will love that episode with Brian Kelly. And we also had on a Jennifer Filson last Friday and, uh, you know, talk about all these great marketing people. She wrote a book, The Give-to-Get Principle, and that is an excellent book. I think it's time for Roy uh, Foster to come on board, and let's get Roy in here uh, right now. Hey, Roy, how are you, man? Hey, good morning. Hey, we're out in Reno this morning. We're in Reno. All right. That's right. Can't wait to see your place. Here's the
2: storefront of the building.
0: Beautiful, beautiful place.
2: And then we, uh, we have our key drop. We have our uh, night pickup, which is working fantastically, especially with the COVID. We'll
0: come on inside. Oh, look at that. Now, that's the first time I've seen the stripes on the floor.
2: Yeah, we have this tape around, so we decided just to lay that out. and It's, it's worked really well. We've had a couple signs posted. So this is our uh, reception area.
0: Oh, I love your word art on the wall. That's, you're the second shop in the month now we've seen the word art. I love that. Isn't that gorgeous? I mean, are part of those words up there, Roy, your your values?
2: Partly. Most of them are destinations. Okay. If you take a look. I see. Ball game, concert, golf course. But you chose those words, right? No, it's part of the uh, Napa Pro Image. If okay. you go to the Napa Pro Image, you can find it there. Got it. It's just a wallpaper. We have our nice digital TV, Our some of our certificates, more reception area come on through here. Here's our advisors. They have their own desks and our customer service representative. They're all working hard.
0: They're probably spending more time at their desk than they are at the front counter.
2: Yeah, I thought it was better that they actually have a desk to sit at. A little more comfortable than sitting at a counter all day. And then... As needed, they can walk to the counter and take care of folks.
0: Hey, Roy, zoom over into that shredder box. I don't know if uh, enough people recognize that where a service comes in and shreds anything that's in that box, what, every month?
2: Yeah, once a month or more frequent if needed. Okay. And it's cheap. I think it's 20 bucks a month. Oh, cool. Here's our uh, dispatch area. So we have our loop sticker printer, some uh, various things set out, seat covers, floor mats, steering wheel covers. New little thing with COVID, hand sanitizers to put in the cars. Okay. You can see more of the dispatch area here.
0: Nice, clean, organized, huh, Kim?
1: Very, very impressive.
2: We'll just keep walking through here. It's our office manager, her little office in here. Parts area, got batteries and just various shop supplies in these cabinets. Just a
0: little bit of storage here. Let me ask you a question, Roy. Nice bathroom facilities. I've been to a couple of shops, seen a lot of batteries, a lot of batteries in inventory. I'm assuming you must be selling, what, maybe five a week?
2: Oh, yeah, probably at least more more than that.
0: Okay. And the discipline is to check every car that comes in?
2: Every battery gets tested, correct. You know, tons of the drivability stuff turns out to be just batteries, you know, just weird problems. So. Okay. Just more shop supplies through here. Lots of filters and various things, BG stuff. Our parts return counter. Nicole does a good job keeping that cleaned up.
0: Boy, that is so critical today to get your credits and core credits, new credits, always. You got to have a good tracking system. Good to see that.
2: A lot of money. It's a, great a shop. Walk through the work area.
0: Do I see eight bays?
2: Eight bays, four days back to back. So this is kind of behind... We built this partition wall to kind of keep things hidden back there, so it doesn't look cluttered. Okay. Behind the wall, so we have our bulk oil, um, our spring compressor, just a little workbench, all the flush machines.
0: Did I see a stairway? Do you have a mezzanine up there?
2: Yeah, there's a stairway up here. It's it's just uh, parts. We do a lot of exhaust so muffler inventory, hangers, gaskets, a lot of uneventful things.
0: Roy, are you happy with the bulk containers of oil or are you looking at those smaller units?
2: Uh, I've been really happy with those actually. It does about 80%. Okay. And then, you know, we have a lot of other oil inventory back in here. Exactly. Uh, Just oil drainers, shop press, welder, torches, some other testers, parts washer. And then this opens back up into the this area here. This is our wheel tire service area. We have a tire changer just back into the shop here.
0: Got it. Hey, what's the weather in Reno like for today and the next few days?
2: Today, it's really mild. It's about 45 degrees. A couple days ago, we had two feet of snow and it's snowing again tonight. So the temperatures are pretty mild. We get a lot of snow, but it melts off pretty quick, so.
0: All right, good. You're not dependent on the snow as far as servicing vehicles?
2: No. I mean, it's, bad weather is always uh, helpful for, for business, but not not dependent
0: on. Some pretty big toolboxes there.
2: Yeah, these guys have been doing it a long time.
0: Thanks for being here, Chris Machado. Uh, great mention about a beautiful shop that you have. Very well organized. There's a lot of stuff there. It looks very, very organized.
2: Yeah, we try to. It you know, helps with efficiency. I'll take you upstairs on the other side really quick. Okay. This is our conference room, training room. I love it. We have a big screen, microwave, toaster oven, fridge freezer. Keeps it stocked with Red Bull and snacks and Hot <laughs> Pockets and all sorts of stuff. Just more space in here. This is my office.
0: All right. The Roy space. Nice and tucked nice away. Nice Yeah, I like that. He's got the view of not only uh, of all the bays, but he's got the security system. I see the IT's all there.
2: All our IT stuff. Yeah. So nice. How long
0: you been in business, Roy?
2: My father started the business in 1947. Oh, boy. And I've owned it since 1992.
0: Wow. 47. That makes it, what, 73 years old, Three. something like that?
2: Yes. Yeah. Wow. 7374 right in there. A
0: legacy business. Roy, thank you so much for the tour. That's a great ending picture, isn't it? <laughs> I love that. That's a great ending picture. Well, st- hey, turn the camera around. Stick with us. We're going to do the final pieces here. Let's do the trivia everybody as we end the show and thank you all so much for being here. What year and in what state was Toyota's first sale in the US? I'm sure that some of you probably said, well, maybe California, you know, Japan, California. You were right about it being California. In 1958, I mean, who would have thought? There's the picture of the car. In 58, a little Japanese car called the Toyo Pet showed up in California. It got ridiculed. It got amazing mileage. And by the end of the year, it got about 288 sales. Toyota Motor Sales President led the charge to introduce Toyotas to the U.S. as early as 56 And after Toyota sent a few over for testing on the American roads in the late summer of 57, it started to devise a strategy to sell their cars in 58. So if you didn't know that, now you know it. Hey, I want to offer you an essential episode that you need to listen to, everyone. Prescheduling, appointments, the time has come. If you have not listened to this, you owe it to yourself, Academy 207. I want this to be one of those life-changing moments that you say, oh, my God, 59% of the people say they'll accept a future appointment. So my question to you is, why aren't you doing it? And this was a very intense podcast. Intense. I'm telling you, this was intense because we're really saying to you, the industry, why the heck aren't you doing it? And you need to listen to that. Hey, next week, here's who's with me. Vin Waterhouse from the Waterhouse Group. So many of you know Vin. And Nurses Mavellian from Auto scope European in Dallas, Texas. That's going to be a fun show next week. Thanks to Kim Walker from Shop Marketing Pros. And of course, Roy Foster from Roy Foster's Automotive in Reno, Nevada. If you want us to tour your shop, please let us know. We'd be more than happy to schedule you out. And if you want to come on and be a guest host and just dump some of your great wisdom on the industry and Uh, Let it be a video and a podcast. We'd love to have you. So thank you, Kim Walker. As always, so appreciated for being here. And Roy, great tour. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thanks for being here, guys.